And good morning, we're continuing with Hayotim Hechus Shabbos, and we're learning Klal Tess. Simon Yudalif, who deals with the halachas of Maisa Shabbos, today's share is sponsored by Yili Nishmas, Yitzchak Ali Melech Ben Akiva Zevalevi. So the Hayotim introduced the Yitzchak Maisa Shabbos, and we mentioned in the last year there's a concept of if the benefit from the Maisa Shabbos, because Allah said benefit, if the benefit is indirect, uh, the Yisra Maisa Shabbos does not apply. That's not any explicit, explicit in any Gemara. Uh, the place, the source for it is actually from the Rishonim who talk about such a concept in regards to benefiting from Amir al There is There is an Yisra of benefiting from Amir al Amongst Amir al there are many Yisurim, and the Mir is also, but also benefiting from the action that the, the non-Jew did for the Jew in a scenario of Amir Lakam is Osir. And that, Toysis introduces that there's a difference between a direct benefit and an indirect benefit. For example, if a non-Jew turned on a light in a room uh, for the Jew, uh, so the Jew cannot benefit from the light that was, was turned on in the room. So if a person wants to read in that room and it was it was dark in the room in the way which one could not have been, was not able to read beforehand, so a person is not allowed to read in the read in that room. What about the opposite scenario, where the uh, the, the light was out of the room, the person wanted to go to sleep, so the non-Jew turned off the light, which was uh, not allowed. He turned off the light. The Jew was allowed to uh, sleep in that room uh, because what the non-Jew has done is taken away uh, something. So you're not directly benefiting from the the light. Something that the guy did, it, you, you're benefiting with that which he removed, so that's called the indirect benefit, and that's mutter. So the price can suggest the same way that's true by Amir Lakum, that an indirect benefit is permitted, so it, over here as well, an indirect benefit is going to be permitted. So going back to the example of the shul, where the non-Jew opened the door, so the argument between Russia and Rav Shlomo Salman is so we look at the benefit of entering into the building as a direct benefit. The Jew carried, over here was the case of a Jew, he carried the, the key through an Issa rice of Rishus Rabbim and to the shul to open the shul. So you're not benefiting from the key, you're benefiting from the fact that the, the door is open and you can get inside. So that's an indirect benefit of the key. That's for some of arguments. Uh, Marshall holds that since the whole purpose of a key is to open the door, so being able to walk in is considered a direct benefit of the use, usage of the key. Uh, so we we apply that concept to the Dinamite Shabbos as well. And that's where that concept of, of direct and indirect uh, plays out. What about a scenario uh, where a non from Jew drove somewhere on Shabbos and brought an item with him? So, a relative came to the, to non from relative came to uh, their from relative's house on Shabbos, and they brought a present, some type of food. Uh, can you eat that food on Shabbos? The food is kosher; it's wrapped up. It's no questions of kosher. It's been it's been carried on Shabbos. It's been driven on Shabbos. So the malachah was done, done on the car, not on the food. And so. Benefiting from the food is not directly benefiting from the from directly from the malacha. So uh, 
the malach, if the malach will be done on the food, so we can argue, well, even though there was no change in the food, like we said before, we should be machmer. But the malach was, was done in the driving. And that which the food came along for the ride is indirect. So some poskim are willing to be matter that situation. Other poskim are machmer. Because it's all part of the process of him driving and bringing things, bringing himself and, and items with him on Shabbos. So that's that, the same type of malachas. However, in a situation where a business is producing things on Shabbos, um, so you have a business which is delivering things, then everybody agrees that you should not, you cannot benefit from that, that uh, the action that you're doing, uh, for two reasons. Uh, one is that the situation where we are, uh, that's the whole purpose, so that becomes the direct benefit. And second of all, there's a element of chaser shalom encouragement to do the avera, because Jews are willing to, uh, other Jews are willing to benefit from it, so people will be motivated to do that. So, incorrectly so. So there's elements of uh, enticing to an avera, lifting ever in a certain sense, and there's also an element of chil Hashem, from Jews seems to be okay with the action which was done by another Jew, which is a form of Chilol Shabbos. So why would we want to benefit from that type of action, which is Chilol Shabbos? There's an element of Chilol Hashem involved in that as well. So that, the this, even arguably something which does not seem to be a direct benefit, we might have to be concerned about the potential for a Chilol Hashem. We'll try and clarify that more, Bez Hashem, in the upcoming Shurim, and meanwhile, have a good day.